Welcome to Songs in the Key of, a podcast about songs. These might be old songs, new songs or middle-aged songs, anything that takes my fancy really. Sometimes these shows will be themed around an idea, a person, a genre or some other concept. Other times they will simply reflect my latest obsessions, my new favourite bands, those songs I can't get out of my head. Only this time it's slightly different, it's not about my latest obsessions at all, neither is it about my new favourite bands or those songs I can't get out of my head. This time, for the first time in Songs in the Key of History, I've got a guest joining me, Mark Simmons, formerly of the best Gloucestershire band of all time, Ernest Cox, and now of Dead Anyway, will be sharing 10 of his favourite songs of the moment, and it is a pretty spectacular list of tunes. You may also hear another voice as well. Somewhere in the background you'll be able to hear my amazing fiance Rachel singing with her community choir on an entirely separate Zoom call. The plan is that in a couple of episodes time you'll hear her a little bit more clearly as she gets a bit closer to the microphone and picks some of her favourite songs of the moment. I'm really looking forward to that one, that should be a good one. But in the meantime, we've got a right old treat here and now, as we hear from Mark Simmons talking about some of the songs he just can't get out of his head. So let's get on with it. Hello Mark, how are you? I'm very well Stephen, how are you? Excellent, good, good. Um, So Mark, you've got quite a substantial history of being in uh, various bands over the the few years. I know you uh, originally from Ernest Cox, which were a band sort of across from Gloucester in London, meeting halfway in Oxford half the time. Um, But there were bands before that I gather, what's your sort of uh, history musically? Before the Cox, I was only in one band really of any sort of note. I'd done did like the school bands and you know, things where you just played to your mates in a terrapin classroom, yeah, and murdered Jimi Hendrix or something um, <laughs> figuratively. And then, um, but from there, just uh, a friend of mine, Mike Codling, was in a band called Barney McGrew, who were a Gloucester band who would you know did really well, lots of people liked. Mm-hmm. their kind of sound it was quite a cud pop sort of sound but Liam Warmington fronted that who is uh, was the lead singer in Doyen and is now my gorgeous wife um so when there was a bit of history where the guitarist left yeah it sort of left a hole and they weren't going to play again and then I started playing with Mike and we formed that band and that did that did okay that was one of those bands where we got played by Peel you know that sort of Right. Yeah. We put a single out, and yeah. it all felt great, and then yeah. imploded. You know, twenty-four months later, oh. <laughs> classic story. And then I did. To be honest, I didn't do, do anything then for six, seven years, maybe. I think. Right. Um, and then another friend who was in Dream City Film Club, that uh, band who were on Beggars, that band split up, and yeah. uh, the drummer Lawrence asked myself and Simon, who'd been in um, Doyen to sort of join his band and um, yeah. or start a new band and we I can't remember what we called that I think it was called Red Brick something you know mm-hmm. dreadful some placeholder which was supposed to change and never did um, <laughs> and then he left for various reasons and Lawrence and myself and Simon and um, Nikki just talked about 
carrying on. So and that became yeah. Cox, and then Shane joined, and uh, yeah, that's when we met you. So not not much of a history pre Cox, right. to be honest, and not a lot since. <laughs> well, you say that, it's but you, you've kept your hand in, from what I gather. I mean. Uh, we, yeah. we were talking before I, I pressed record on this about you drumming for a data puddle. And yeah. now, of course, um, there's a Dead Anyway, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. So t- tell me a bit more about um, Dead Anyway. There are a couple of tracks I've featured on, on the podcast so far already. Yeah, thank um, you. So that's you and, and Kate Arnold, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Yeah, that just came about last year. We were doing the um, Valiant Efforts thing, which was kind of a re-get together of all, all the cox heads um apart from a drummer who we couldn't seem to keep on the stool in spinal tap fashion <laughs> so we through about four or five drummers we didn't kill any of them and to my knowledge none of them have exploded yet but uh, they're all still you with can't us, but dust we, vomit yeah precisely but this um so we we just did the acoustic thing with uh, uh lawrence and simon and nikki as the yeah. efforts and that uh, yeah just sort of slowed down a little bit we were bogged down i was trying to learn how to do the studio stuff so yeah. whilst we were whilst we were trying to get the tracks together and actually record them to any kind of decent level um i bumped into kate who sang with uh the cox back in probably 2004 or five maybe that could be yeah uh, i'm not really good with dates but um she did all the backing vocals on the trouble with love EP mm-hmm. that we put out, uh, yeah. quite a lot of them, a really distinctive voice. I bumped into a, a gig in town and um, in Gloucester, hadn't seen her for years. And I had a, I basically, she sort of tripped me up as I walked past and said, she'll deny that obviously, but she, she's she got big feet, Kate. So <laughs> she stuck, I was stuck staring at the ground trying to not fall over people's feet between, you know, where the band are and yeah. getting to somewhere where I can hide in the dark at the back and moan about how much I enjoyed their earlier stuff and um, mm-hmm. and she stopped me and I sort of blurted out do you want to read some of your poetry because Lawrence um, had told me uh, that was the singer in the Cox and the Valiant Efforts he told me that Kate wrote great poetry and had done since she was a kid yeah and it just seemed like a really good excuse to record vocals and just get someone in and just focus entirely on vocals and it went very rapidly from that to Kate saying, have you got any music that you've done yourself? And I I had loads, so I just sort of blasted yeah. tons of stuff for there. And next mm. thing you know, yeah, Dead Anyway's up and running. And we named it Dead Anyway just before the pandemic, which seems like we took. <laughs> I went to the doctors actually yesterday with a chest infection and I had Dead Anyway on the T-shirt on and the doctor was like, you know, sort of pointing at it, saying, "What's that then?" So that's the band I'm in. But um, you know, maybe <laughs> I hope I haven't jinxed myself. <laughs> we always go for some cracking names in the uh, yeah in the, in the various outfits. Oh, so that's that's that. Really. Okay, great. So um, I've asked you to pick um, ten songs because I'm lazy and I've decided not to not to, um, to choose ten songs for myself this week. So. It's your yeah. job this week. Um, okay. So these aren't. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I didn't cruelly say these should be your ten best songs of all time because that'd be far too much pressure. But oh, um, just just ten songs that are floating your boat at the moment. So mm. um, shall we? Shall we crack on with that? 
Um, The first song I've got on the list that you sent over to me is uh, an act called Benefits and the the track's called Traitors. So uh, uh, tell tell me about that. How did you you find out about that song? I was thinking about this earlier on because I'm not 100% sure. I just remember the, the time I heard it, it stopped me and the other person that was listening to it in our tracks. Yeah. I got the feeling either I was on Twitter and I saw them or saw a still of, of, of the, the chap who fronts it yeah. um, or his benefits, I'm not sure. I don't know who yeah. or what they are, which is another thing I love about it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it was on Twitter and I, I must have liked and followed them or whatever you do on Twitter. And um, we got a message back from him um, yeah. saying that he'd followed us and would we consider following a different page of his and uh, right. a number of hearts on our stuff and um, yeah I remember just playing the video that was I think there was like a, short, a still of it or a short of it or something yeah. and it just blew my head off I just you know I'd never heard mm. any, anything quite so yeah. vitriolic well I have but not in such a very long time you know so, yeah so I, it just yeah. sent the shivers up my spine yeah yeah, still does it every it, time I hear it. Um, recording this interview uh, today, uh, we've got stuff in the news about you know the Union Jacks being uh, mandatory on all council buildings around the country. And this yeah. this this track, I will play a bit a clip of it in a minute. But it's um, very sort of you're, you're 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 telling it's an us and them thing about you're you're telling me I'm I'm not the right kind of British person, and this is how Britain should be, and and all that kind mm. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always loved poetry to like with music in the back, like really early Gil Scott Heron stuff, or the Last Poets, or anything mm. where you know there's like a a thumping rhythm or something atmospheric going on, and and someone with a message. Yeah, and uh, he's definitely got a message, isn't he? He's, he's, he's not. He's not holding back. No, no. So, uh, yeah, let's hear a bit of it now then. I'm surrounded by red, white and blue, but I stand out. And I'm the treacherous one. I'm the shit, just for wanting people not to get hurt, not to get ridiculed, not to get spat at in the street, or pissed on in alleyways because they've got nowhere else to sleep. But okay, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm the disgrace, I'm the shit, the national fucking danger, I'm a public menace, the snowflake, idiotic rhetoric pumping into our brains, boozed up, dumbed down, clown town. You pander to a non-existent past, presumed arrogance, sausage class. Sausage class! Stiffen back the rigid frame of the victorious fascist! A newfound spring in your goose step! A newfound spring in your goose step! A newfound spring in your goose step! Yeah, I'm the scum, the unpatriotic one! Faithless, feckless, all bark, no bite! A deserter from my own fucking birthright! I'm the betrayer! I'm the shite! I'm bringing this country down! This northern clown! And I get it! I get it! I really fucking do! I lost! Get over it! I lost! Get over it! Whip my face into the fucking mud! Pass it on billboards going up to the sky! And then the next track um, you selected is uh, the Viagra Boys and In Spite of Ourselves. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they're a Swedish band. You must have got a whiff that I, I like Swedish music. <laughs> well, I do listen to your show every time it's on. I, I always sit down 
with Nicky, who played keyboards in the Cox, and we sit yeah. down and listen to Stephen because you basically just kind of relax us and remind us, you know, that it's all right to spend <laughs> half an hour listening to delicious music. And, you know, you're very responsible for an awful lot of downloads and um, little avenues to go off wandering down. And, and the, the podcast is great. So it's, uh, yeah, I think the, the themes, the Swedish one was really lovely. That's a touching, touching podcast, yeah. that one. We, we yeah. both really enjoyed it. So, yeah, I thought I'd have to I'd find a Swedish act here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, they, uh, yeah, um, sort of a deep South, Southern American drawl uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I love this I... track. Is, is, it, uh, is this Amy from, is that Amy from Amalil and the Night Traits? Is this the same I last? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think no. I've got the feeling it is. You could edit this bit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we can look we'll, that we'll up. We'll make it sound like we both know what we're talking about. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is because there's a bit in there where there's a very distinctive uh, Australian twang. And, yeah. Um, I love yeah. that. It's just a really yeah. lovely... It's, I'll tell you, it's like the Pogues, you know the Christmas tune with Kirsten McCall? Yeah. It's like that. It, you just put on any time of the year and have a good giggle and yeah you know, it's quite endearing and they, they just do brilliant things the start the intro is so weird compared with the body of the song and then the end of the song is like double weird again just to kind of yeah it goes off into so, some sort of experimental uh, yeah a bit of weirdness yeah. at the end yeah reminded yeah. me a bit of um the white stripes song uh what it's true that we love one another um okay. the, in, duet with um holly go lightly the sort of off-kilter, yeah. kooky relationship between man and woman there. Okay, let's have a let's have a listen to that, a bit of that then. She don't like her eggs all runny. She thinks crossing her legs is funny. She looks down her nose at money. She gets it on like the Easter bunny. She's my baby, I'm her honey. She's my baby, I'm never gonna let her go. He ain't been late in a month of Sunday. I caught him once and he was slipping my yuns. He ain't too sharp, but he gets things done. Drinks his beer like it's oxygen. He's my baby. Okay, and then the next one, um, Cheek Face and their song Best Life. I th well, I sort of chose the songs just to, because it's been such a, an awful year. I kind of chose the songs, because you theme your podcasts. I was having a Hell's Game choosing 10 tracks, so I just, in the end I settled on, I'll try and theme, you know, and I, I yeah. wrestled over it, because there was songs coming in the list and going out of the list like they were on fire. And... Uh, mm. In the end, I just settled with you know something that just is jolly or cheers you up or gives you hope in some way. Yeah. Um, so you know benefits. It's good to hear someone being that annoyed and also throwing the production rule book out the window and everything, you know, mm -hmm. crackling and being excitable. Um, and cheat face kind of just does that. It's just lyrically, it's just 
brilliant. It's, it's, yeah. There's not, a, there isn't a wasted word. And it's, no. You know, it keeps bringing you back to just when you think, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I like this. There's another absolute genius line. And then, yeah. yeah. They say smiling is contagious, but so is yawning. That's the one that um, yeah. leapt out at me. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few bounces um, in there. Yeah. yeah. A sort of um, encapsulation of sort of 21st century anxiety. That's what. That's a little note I put put down, sort of. Yeah, their whole album actually is called Emphatically No, and it's Emphatically it's, No. Yeah, it's well worth a listen because it's all he he's just very very funny. Yeah, you know, there's a turn of phrase that yeah. just sets me off. I don't know why, it just tickles <laughs> me. And, and musically, they they just do a great job around it, and you know, it doesn't overreach itself. And it's not yeah. traditionally LA. I think they're from LA, aren't they? And it's not kind of traditionally LA. It reminds me a lot of like Violent Femmes kind of Yeah, thing. yeah. You know, those, those kind of... Absolutely. Yeah. Hi, I'm interested in the job you have posted. It's too bad about what happened when you flashed in the pan. Due to personal reasons, I said nothing in therapy. We just laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. In the future, everyone will be my friend for 15 minutes and we'll look amazing when we're in portrait mode. We are writers, creatives, we work remotely. I am furiously drooling on the coffee shop patio. The, the next song, um, uh, apparently the whole internet doesn't know how to pronounce it. Uh, I gather, I gather you, you've got some assurance from, from someone about how to pronounce it, but I'm not sure that's right. What was it again? Yeah. Simon Robinson, a very yeah. great friend, says it's Koroiki. Yeah. And as long as you do it in a Gloucestershire accent, it works. Okay. But, uh, so this is um, Koroiki, Koroiki. Yeah. Crikey, uh, C O R I K Y, and their song Clean Kill. Now, unlike um, you know, you're saying about trying to select chirpy songs, this isn't a chirpy song, is it? This is no, it's not. This is dark. Sounds dark. quite, sounds quite, you know, bouncy, but um, yeah, uh, tell us a bit about this one, Clean Kill. Well, we're assuming that it's uh, it's sort of a shame, is it a shame to tell people what it's about, or my kind of guess that's what it's about and it, to be honest it's not my guess it's it's Vicky's guess my friend okay um we're assuming drone pilot or yeah. something similar and yeah. uh I think the the it is it is very dark but I am a fan of uh as you know from the dead anyway stuff and the early cock mm. stuff there's anything where there is a, a theme of darkness I will generally mind that if we can yeah and uh what I love about and I think that comes from my love of Discord Records and um, Ian Mackay uh, and and just just I don't know the whole ethos of just telling it like it is and yeah. still able to tell it in a really beautiful way yeah. that isn't blatantly obvious and mm. uh, that's difficult to do when you know when you're Ian Mackay I think and people mm. expect so much of, of him yeah. and also I sent him an email to say how much I love the record and how much I love 
the label yeah and you know he's a busy bean and he took the time to write back to me and said that he was listening to the dead anyway album and he was really enjoying it so, oh brilliant. brilliant yeah yeah so that's, that's one good. of my kind of hooray so he, <laughs> they had to go on the list yeah so, yeah it's yeah, uh, it, yeah i'm not i'm not familiar with any of uh, any of his work elsewhere so um but yeah i mean it's it sort of presented as she's just doing a nine to five office-based job yeah only that in sat in front of a computer but that job involves killing people the other side of the world yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, very 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 bleak which is definitely a job for some people yeah, yeah. all over the world as well which is yeah. bizarre isn't it mm. going back to your normal life but i think yeah. this, i think crikey uh, also features features Ian Mackay's wife. I think I could be wrong. Okay. Um, yeah. And she takes some of the vocals. There's an, there's another great song on there, and that was one of those albums where I really I knew I wanted to include something from them. But I, I, one of the other ones I think is called Say Yes, mm -hmm. um, and that's just that's got a killer hook in it as well. Well, most of them have got killer hooks. So it's, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. great drum, really brilliant drum. Mr. Gnome and Gold Edges. So this is a good old-fashioned, dirty guitar pop track, I, I think. What was How did you yeah. discover it? What, what's uh, what's made you fall in love with it? Oh, well, it's probably the same thing, I hope, that's made you fall in love with it. It's, it's mm. just joyous, isn't it? Every aspect mm. of it. It starts off foot to the floor, and it never lets the gas off. You know, it's just a great, great pop song. Um, mm. And I discovered it on a radio station um, that we discovered on, uh, you know, that app that's sort of a guard, is it called Radio Garden, something like that? Right. There are other radio discovery apps available, I'm <laughs> sure, but I'm sure it was something like that. Yeah. Um, and we just stumbled on one that's based in New York, and I, th I think it's one of the second or third song we heard, and it was we just stayed on that channel and yeah. listened to tons of other stuff that he was playing, and it, this one just it just jumps out of the speakers. If you're having a bad day, you just mm. put this one on and crank it up. And if you're not leaping off the walls, playing air guitar you know, yeah. within a minute, it's probably not for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it made me really miss going to a gig. Yeah. It just sounded like, um, it just yeah. encapsulated that experience of being in some dark, sweaty basement somewhere with sticky beer on the floor. Yeah. bouncing around yeah uh, you leave half the carpet attached to your shoes absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. that's have it, you seen yeah. the, the have you had the chance to see the video at all on youtube 
Um, yeah, dressed up as different sort of animals and things. Yeah, yeah. And the drummer, un unfortunately, meets an untimely and very grisly end. <laughs> it sort yeah. of rather flies in the face of the jolliness of the song again. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm less convinced by your theme of jollity and... Um... <laughs> as we go along, yeah, it's, yeah. it's progressively dark. <laughs> I well, know it started off pretty dark, didn't it? That's it started like, off quite dark with um, yeah. uh, social lack of cohesion and um, yeah, and it, it trailed off from there. But yeah, mm. <laughs> um, okay, so that, that was uh, Mr. Gnome, Gold Edges, and uh, this is a clip of it. song sketch artist yeah. so um why did you choose this one it's kim gordon and it's okay the, fair al enough. the album on. yeah <laughs> what else is there to say i saw her on um i think it was would it have been this time last year when they did the roundhouse you had six music festival thing that they do yeah i think she was on the last one i'm not sure if it was that one or the one before. okay yeah and it was one of those things that just sort of popped up on a social media feed you might be interested, you know, six music are all over that, aren't they? And um, mm. so I clicked on it and thought, oh no, I hope, I hope this is good. Because I hadn't heard the album at that point. Yeah. Just, you know, I'd read that she'd sort of had a younger band with her and stuff, and it just like, blew my socks off. Absolutely not me for six. Uh, the album. Yeah. And went straight. Oh, Alex from Data Puddle is a huge fan of Sonic Youth and mm. Kim Gordon and all that sort of uh, stuff, as most most of my friends tend to be but uh, yeah. he already had the album and he, and he just said just buy it it's it's yeah. brilliant and sketch artist is the, the, the lead track yeah and it, i think any song that starts with a cello is you know i'm, I'm yeah. one over it's yeah it's funny <laughs> it's, uh, and it's cool as it's uh, there's just the bass drop is i mean yeah, that bass you know, is uh it, it just yeah blows you away yeah yeah she's i think she's produced it all herself and um, mm -hmm. or, or at least a lot in large part you know and yeah and she just again lyrically it's brilliant the melodies are just classic i think what it shows is just how much of a role she played in sonic youth and yeah you know, how vital she was mm. to that whole development of sound and she's not giving up not anytime soon anyway no so no more power to kim gordon's elbow i'm saying <laughs> well, both their elbows in fact Sketch artist, 
And now we've got a uh, verb tea, uh, lightly toasted. So a bit of uh, sort of UK hip hop. Yeah, he sort of came onto my radar. There's well, there's a whole, there's two reasons really. One is I'm completely uh, I've discovered a band called or an artist called uh, Babylon Dead some time ago, and I believe they're from Bristol, which is just down the road. Yeah, um, and the producer who works with uh, with those guys. Who, um, I think he's super prolific from what I understand, a chap called Ill-Informed. Um, yeah. He's probably not called that, his, his parents, probably not known that like to, you know, to his parents, but he just does some incredible, um, lovely kind of trip hoppy style stuff and, and then some absolutely thumping uh, stuff for some of the other artists. And he just keeps doing, it just doesn't seem to be able to put a foot wrong for my money at the moment and verb t is one of i think he's one of the four owls who are quite an established um okay. you know uk hip-hop act and if you've, if you've not heard any of that it's definitely worth checking out yeah uh, but he's just got a lovely sort of you know timber to his voice he's just got a really great way of interpreting yeah the, the rhythm that he's playing around with and the intro is amazing <laughs> the intro where, is where the amazing is. yeah yeah the, uh, the public service broadcasting uh, sample over the yeah. over the swing music is yeah that's that's just my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. And, again, and again, this is quite gloomy, isn't it? You've got he's uh, sort of idolising Carl Pilkington's uh, mantra that everything's shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think he's been he's been at it for a really long time, from what I understand, and. Mm -hmm. um, He's not, you know, he's, as, as with all of us, he's not without his troubles. And um, he still manages to keep music, you know, within yeah. his grip. And he's still, it's a really tricky game to, to be able to, to stay in, in any level of, uh, uh, not dominance, but, you know, just the public eye, I think, particularly yeah. in rap, because it just moves so fast. I mean, I've, mm. I've, I've heard so much UK rap in the last couple of years, and loads of it's great, like, Tons of, and then there's tons of really killer back catalog stuff like Roots Maneuver and all those boys, mm -hmm. you know, back in the day. And it, and I think Verb T's hanging in there. Yeah, I think, I think he is generally quite, you know, some of his videos, he dresses up with the clown makeup and yeah. it's even darker yeah. then. <laughs> he's trying yeah. to look jolly and he just isn't. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's great. Like being, you know, he's, um, 
I think he's from just down the road and it's nice to support the local yeah. music, especially when it's made that well, you know. Yeah. Twice a week, London's rhythm enthusiasts of all ages put on their zoot suits and go to town. It's good fun and good exercise. Rhythm is the only stimulus as drinks are strictly non-alcoholic. What? Yeah, yeah. Shit gets depressing, man, it's just impressive To the point I gotta laugh about it, I'm not even stressing Front tooth missing and I can hear it whistling When I'm spitting, caught a couple compliments But I weren't fishing Maybe caught a couple jabs that were slightly vicious Some of that was maybe justified, the rest was quite malicious When them people speak, I don't try to notice Say my brain's gone, but that's wrong It's only lightly toasted, I should host the game show For lame folks to win shit Shouts to Carl Pilkington, with him I share a kinship Cause everything's shit, at least it's all overrated So the greats stick out, like my shoulder blades I slowly glaze over, I'm trying to remain so... Next one, uh, Advanced Bass and their jolly little ditty, Summon Satan So, uh, what, what did you, why, why, are we, why are we listening to this one now? Uh, I'll try and keep it short. Last holiday, I went on on a long haul. F- I can't sleep on flights. I don't know about you, but I'm, right. I just can't sleep. It doesn't matter how short or long they are. I will not nod off. So by the time I get to the States, you know, I'm just sort of <laughs> just otherworldly. Um, and yeah. uh, we'd stayed over. We were flying out to the Pacific and then um, flying on to Hawaii. And we stayed in... Um, I'm not sure if it's San Francisco or LA or somewhere for a hotel night and to, to break the flights up because it's just mm-hmm. otherwise I, I'd probably sleep for a week when I got to the other end. So yeah, when we got on the final flight, I was really refreshed and I thought, oh, I'll watch a film now. You know, this would be great. We're on the last leg. And it was one of those flights where they didn't have films. They just had documentaries. I don't know whether the film thing was broken or what, but there was a documentary on the Vice <laughs> Channel and um, yeah. it was a skateboarder examining old decrepit American buildings that are just like moles and things that have just been left to rot. Right. And bizarrely, this track was playing over the top of it. And it was, you know, okay. it was one of those, you know, when you get to the end of a film and you're trying to rewind it with the yeah. dot on yeah. the screen, <laughs> pushing yeah. the seat in front of you, <laughs> trying to find out who it was. And then sadly, it was the last gig that I missed before oh. lockdown because he played the UK. Oh. And, uh, I wasn't. I wasn't very well. We were going to have to travel up to London to watch it and then drive back. And, yeah, um, I wasn't well enough to go. So you know, oh. you, you just think, well, you don't think the work, the end, live music's about to end, do you? You just think, <laughs> well, you'll come back. But, you know, yeah, it'd be really popular next time. I have to see him somewhere busier. But yeah, so no, I missed him sadly. Okay. And, um, again, just there are just a couple of lines on this song that had me howling first time I heard it. And, yeah, a, a really um, a, a, a very botched job at summoning Satan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, if you play accordion, you're not gonna not gonna do very well out of this chap either, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's he, he reminded me a bit of um, Bill Hat. Bill Callahan, his voice. I don't know. Yeah. That's that, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is lovely. It's just that lower register that you, you can just drop off to. If it wasn't yeah. so brilliantly uh, funny, and you just find yourself gassing, you know, when he's on. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's just lovely. And it's, a, it's, it's funny and beautifully melodic and gorgeous. Mm. It's just one of the best pieces of music I think I've heard in a very long time. And he just 
he doesn't act stays welcome you know he's in and he's out and it's done yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Brilliant. hopefully i'll get to see him yes. at some point tried to summon Satan but screwed up the incantation and left an open portal on your parents kitchen wall and the demons you released that day stayed with you and all you were screaming in your ear kill them all you can worry about the future you can worry about the past You can worry about how long this curse is going to last. You were walking through the park one night, angry looking fortified, and you heard a busker play an accordion. He stuck him twice and down he fell, and sealed your passage straight to hell, and you knew at once that you would kill again. You can worry about the future. And next we've got uh, B.E.D. with Tay Toi. So that's uh, Baxter Jury's um, uh, band that he, he'd had uh, last year or so, wasn't it, I think? Um, yeah. So um, Tay Toi, that is French for shut up, apparently. Right. Yeah. Um, so what, what, uh, what drew you to this song? <laughs> Um, I've, well, anybody who I know well will just say, well, you had to put a Baxter track in there, didn't you? I, I'm just, I just love what he does. And um, uh, uh, Lawrence, years ago, Lawrence uh, Window from the Cox used to work for Pinnacle and he was turned on to the, um, a really early album. I can't remember what it's called now, but it's, it's got the painting on the front. And the painting mm -hmm. also features in the film of Ian Dury's life that was made not so long back yeah. it's on the wall and um that album just was fabulous it's got cocaine man on it and a number of other classics and i've just followed him ever since and i've, I've loved the mix of european flavors and mm -hmm. you know straight up kind of dance stuff with the sardonic thing that baxter just does yeah. so well you know? and, uh, sort of languid just, uh, yeah yeah he's the the lizard and uh he um he's working with Etienne on this one, isn't he? Which is mm. uh, I think Etienne produced it, and he is uh, he's done loads of great stuff, um, dance stuff from. Um, so there was a big scene. I, I, I've not got the facts and figures to hand, but uh, he, he, if you if you Google him, he's he's got a stack of stuff which is yeah. you would recognise. You know, he did the, the dance track with the Sense Emilia marijuana riff, which is repeats over and over again yeah. and um yeah it was, well, it was just a marriage made in heaven and then oddly they bring in i think it's delilah from some sort of north northwest london punk three-piece or something that yeah Max has been put in touch with and it just married perfectly and it was a really low-key record too it didn't seem to come out with any fanfare because he'd just done uh his previous album and as himself and so yeah. this one just kind of well at least to me it's kind of trickled out mm. and um to toi, she said yeah you know. absolutely it's great again just 
great lines and yeah, yeah. Uh, a sort of imbalance in in their relationship kind of thing yeah very much so it seems to be a feature doesn't it <laughs> yeah to toi she says to toi she says so it's like the gardens of Luxembourg other feline experiences skinny but she's sharp eyed low brow big lipstick drinking my coffee shutting down my system every time it rains there's another moment that reminds me I'm doing something wrong caustic motherfucker the twile she says the twile she says fuck it so I'm not lonely but I am sort of, because the lift don't go to the top floor. And the lift never did. She's too skinny. The twile, she says. What does she say? The twile. Why? Fuck knows. Hey, so we're going to be okay as long as you don't look behind you. Then the trouble that you've and then finally, uh, we've got Irrational Library and this next song. Um, unfortunately, there isn't a next song. Uh, this is it. Um, so uh, this is a, a Dutch band. Tell me more about the Irrational Library. I was hopeful that you'd be, you would have done the research here, Stephen. I've told you they're a Dutch talk. band. That's, that's all I've got. That, that's a great start. <laughs> all I can tell you is that the, the lead man has got a, a fantastic beard. Excellent. I think he he's did not Dutchman. Dutch, is he? Is he Dutch or is he from America and has moved to Holland? From what I've seen, and it's limited research, as you can <laughs> tell, there seems to be some sort of shock front with Irrational Library written on it, uh, yeah. which appears to be stuffed full of um, odd objects, as you would imagine. And um, yeah. it seems to be some sort of poetry style club thing. It's bound right. to be somebody that can put us right on that. Yeah. Um, and, he, he, you know, I just love the album sleeve. We heard it on the same radio station, actually. Bagel Radio, it's called, from New oh, York. Yeah, I saw you. Yeah. Uh... And um, they, it's just, what is there to say, you know? It, he sums up everything people have been, you know, just the, the, just the anger that kind of is in society at the moment about yeah. certain things. Yeah. And he just hits every single one of them on the nose. And yeah, it's a song for all the downtrodden, isn't it? In the yeah, in the best possible way. You know? Yeah, it. Yeah, there's um. Well, he sort of dedicates some some elements to the, the downtrodden, and then some to what he just calls assholes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like um, no, it's, it's absolutely fantastic song. A great one to uh, to to cap it all off with yeah like the um this song goes out to the pro-lifers who don't believe in healthcare but do believe in capital punishment i've always not understood that pro-life but in favor of capital punishment yeah. <laughs> argument yeah every single one of his little verses in this has has that and he? he just wraps it up perfectly just uh yeah you know yeah and you i, I I don't know. He, he's a man. He sort of shouts the last few lines, but it doesn't sound like a man shouting. It just—it's almost um, 
you know, it feels like he's given you a gift in some way. It's just yeah, bizarre. it, it is a, it's no a beautiful track, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And this next song goes out to all the transgender tree huggers out there in the dark, undefined forests of the world. Or even the bears bitch and moan about where Caitlyn Jenner should legally be allowed to take a shit. And this next song goes out to all the immigrants everywhere who don't want to go back to their homelands, but just want to feel welcome and safe wherever they may land. And this next song, and this next song, and this next song goes out to... And this next song goes out to all the victims of depression, Thanks very much, Mark, for um, your 10 songs. What have you, have you got anything planned musically for the forthcoming whenever? I mean, it's a bit difficult with lockdown and everything, but um, it, any ideas about what's happening with Dead Anyway or anything else you're doing? Um, well, we're, we're working on a second album. because Already? We have, yeah, we've got, Kate just writes at a ridiculous pace. Yeah. And I've, I've already had a fair amount of music together but mm. once we started to fall into a a sense of you know what it was going to be about it just and this let's face it i've got nothing else to do at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> just you know sorry kate that's not uh you know i won't be jumping shit but that that um it's just yeah it's just really exciting to be able to write everything and not not be in a position of um having to because uh, we I record a few live instruments in and, and and play through things, but a lot of it is samples and you know a mixture of the two sources. Yeah. Um, so we're we're pretty much, I'd say, well, we're a bit spoiled for what we've got about thirteen tracks I think thirteen or fourteen tracks with where we're sort of going here's this new one what do we do here so it's, we don't know we maybe do a couple of EPs or uh, yeah and then the album but we're just conscious that we we've stuck out a ton of stuff over the last 12 months mm. and it, it, we could just you know bore people with <laughs> just too much stuff to look through <laughs> so i don't know we might put the brakes on a bit or we might not but we have yeah. tried playing it live so yeah we never get the chance to to do that because mm. again i've you know i'm super fortunate nikki i played the keyboards in the cox and simon who i'm still very much in touch with he's given me a few bits and pieces on bass that we've put into the tracks yeah um, so this, there's certainly a way to bring it to life but it's just whether Brilliant. that's you know whether we'll be able to or not yeah yeah so, hopefully there's a light at the end of the tunnel at some point but yeah yeah okay well gone. thanks very much mark it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and uh stay you. in touch okay thank you Stephen. so there you have it 10 songs in the key of mark i hope you enjoyed them i'm sure you did let me know what you thought about them using at Reviewage on Twitter. And you can find out more about Dead Anyway at at anyway underscore dead. And now for a little bonus. Over the course of this episode, we've talked a lot about Mark's old band, Ernest Cox, where he played guitar. 
The band featured Lawrence Window on vocals and Shane Young on drums, both previously of Apple Mosaic, Simon Robinson on bass, previously of Doyen with Mark, and, absolutely crucially, Nicola Cudby on keyboards. Of course, every band member had a vital role to play in Ernest Cox, but Nicky's ferocity and attack at hitting the keys really made the louder, more energetic songs stand out far from the rest of the crowd. So, to see us out, let's hear from one of Ernest Cox's songs. The sound, the fury, the absolute magnificence. This is no joke. Thank you. 